Welcome to the Drunk Latinas podcast. Join two besties as we get all boozy, have quirky conversation, laugh a lot, and fill our bellies with amazing eats. Grab your glass, take your seat, be the third drunk on the show with us, and join the conversation. Welcome to the Drunk Latinas podcast. We are here today doing our, I guess it's our intro episode. Yeah, so our introduction of who we are yeah. and what the Drunk Latinas is all about. So I am Lydia. And I am Stephanie. And what we decided to do to introduce ourselves to our audience is we each made a dish that is a depiction of who we are, part of our character, but mostly part of our culture. Mm-hmm. And... We brought a drink to go along with that dish. Kind of not really to go along with that dish, but more to just kind of give more of our personality. Yes. Give you another reference as to who we are and what to expect on this podcast. Now, what I made, so my family's background is Chilean. And so you are? Chilean. Stephanie. I'm Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> so, Stephanie, tell us what you brought. So I brought empanadas. My family is from Chile, and I made the dough, I made the filling, everything. Now, if you've ever made empanadas before, you know that it's quite a journey to make it. Um, And with two little ones, I was like, no, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to make this happen. And they came out amazing, especially the dough. And the reason I had to make the dough is because usually the place that we go and buy it at, at the uh, Hispanic market, they no longer carry the empanada dough. Oh. So I was like, okay, if I'm going to be doing this for our show, then I'm going to have to get my hands dirty, flour up, and make some empanadas. But it's so much better that way. It is. It's just a lot more work. I get it. Yeah. It's so much more work. But worth every single bite. They look Amazing. So inside, what you will find is ground beef that's been sautéed with onions and garlic and a specific red pepper from Chile, which is merken, and then has a slice of hard-boiled eggs, a couple of olives, and a couple of raisins. Now, this dough is su- it's then pl- put in the oven until it browns, and mm. there's a light egg wash on it. And it's just divine, if I must say so myself. Oh, I must agree. It <laughs> looks amazing. It smells divine. It smells like um, when you walk into a, a Latin bakery mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you can smell the, the sweet stuff. You know, it always smells good. Cause, mm-hmm. uh, come on, dough bread. and sugar. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. <laughs> but the savory stuff, there's something about it. It just smells like... You've got to have it right then and there. You know, you got to grab one and just break it open and experience it. Yeah, so that's what it smells like. I hope. I wish there was smell a vision <laughs> or smell a listen. I don't smell a listen. Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps that, that doesn't sound right. No, no. But yes, so I folded it in the traditional way, and it is quite scrumptious. So that was what I brought as far as food, and then drink wise uh, is. Normally, my go-to drink is gin, anything with gin. But this time, um, I, and I usually pair it with like a ginger beard. I put some orange bitters in it, and I top it off with the cherry. 
This time I did not have any cher- uh, ginger beer, so instead I used champagne, which then after looking on the internet, it's called a French 75. So I didn't really invent it, but I'm super fancy tonight. It's so fancy. It's so fancy. You should see Tall it. Tall champagne flutes um, with a little cherry inside, and it's just divine. Not too sweet, not too... tastes almost like a mimosa because of the orange bitters and the champagne, but it's not sweet. It's got a little bit more, so cheers. Ching, ching. Ching, ching. Okay, I'm going to experience this. I am not (laughs) a gin drinker, so this is kind of new for me. And my favorite gin is Plymouth. Plymouth gin is just the smoothest that I have found. Not very florally. It just has a little slight of elderberry, but it's not that herbal floral that most gins are. So this is... It is. It tastes very elegant too. Mm-hmm. It's like a kind of like a mimosa, but no juice in it, and it's got like a kick. That gin gives it like a kick. Yeah. But it gives it a little floral bouquet too, because mm-hmm. when you smell it, you can kind of smell what what um what berry the is elderberry it? elderberry, because I know some gins have juniper berry too. Yeah. So it's just really elegant, really nice, and then I just want to get to the bottom of it so I can have that cherry. Mm-hmm. All right, so share with us, Lydia. What did you bring for us? Well, how right. are you introducing yourself to our listeners? So, Lydia is Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. So I did actually, I've been thinking about this as, we're, as I was preparing for this. So we are the Drunk Latinas podcast, and I am very proud of my Latina heritage. Mm-hmm. And I, if you look at me, I look Latina. So I don't want to, I'm just going to mention it. I don't want to forget that the other half of me is Thai. (laughs) Yes. So I was actually born in Thailand, but I don't know much about my Thai heritage. My mother and we came over here after we were, when we were babies. Mm -hmm. And my mother never went back and she never took us back. And so the most I know about my Thai heritage is Thai food. Which do you cook a lot of Thai? Do you have any signature dishes that you do Thai? I don't cook a lot. I do lately. I've been making um, lab. Uh, It's pronounced lab. Mm -hmm. It is spelled L A R B. So if you're at a Thai restaurant, you're ordering larb. Mm -hmm. Um, And larb guy, which is chicken. I prefer chicken. You can make it with any meat, Mm -hmm. any minced meat. Um, So I've been making a lot of that lately, along with sticky rice. Ooh, sticky rice. Yeah. yeah, sticky rice and mango. Ooh. Yeah, that's what people think of when they think <laughs> sticky rice. Yes. <laughs> but I make a, there's a savory sticky rice too without the sweet stuff okay. in it. The only sweet stuff in it is it's, it's usually um, coconut milk with condensed mm-hmm. milk um, to make it oh, just yummy and sweet yeah. with the mango. Yeah. Mm, perfect. So, but today we're but talking today, about what did you bring? the Puerto Rican side since we're doing the Drunk Latinas podcast. So what I actually made is a Puerto Rican style picadillo. Um, so it's minced meat. So today I use ground beef, and it's up to you. You use your um, your favorite preference. We're almost having an ASMR episode here because mm-hmm. Stephanie is tasting while I'm talking. It's but, so good. But she's backing away from the mic so you can't hear her chewing. So there are green olives. She topped it with avocado, mm-hmm. and it's just the ground beef is so tender. Mm. So many flavors coming through. That you're just, uh, one bowl isn't enough. Like, <laughs> so, give me the pot. Yeah, so Puerto Ricans, the main seasoning for all things savory, all things meat, is your sofrito. So every family has their own recipe for sofrito. 
Um, I like to make it fresh. I like to make it a puree. My sister likes hers a little chunkier. Um, and so you actually, it's almost like a, um, oh, what's Argentinian, the green stuff? The chimichurri. Thing. It's almost like a chimichurri, but mm-hmm. you, you don't eat it raw. You, okay. you cook it. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually you fry it in oil to fry away the rawness before you actually cook the rest of your food. So. And do you, I like the idea of pureeing it because mm-hmm. then it just kind of adds to that sauciness mm-hmm. to it. And this it definitely, there is lots of flavor coming through, lots of just saucy. It tastes like you just want to curl up and <laughs> eat the bowl of this all by yourself because <laughs> you do not want to share. So when I go to Cuban, because Cubans also make picadillo, so when I go to Cuban or Puerto Rican restaurants, Mm -hmm. if there's picadillo on the menu, I'm trying it because I want to see how authentic, I guess, they are. Yeah. Um, And I want to see if I think I'll like their food and I judge it by their picadillo. Ah, very cool. So you know what? This would actually taste phenomenal inside of the empanada because... The inside. And I was gonna say you can use it to stuff the we call them pastelillos, but it's a it's a meat pie. Yeah. Um. Uh, but we usually use like um, feel, not filo dough. Um. The flaky dough. Uh, not not croissant. Why can't I think right now? <laughs> <laughs> but um, all you do is when you're eating just a picadillo alone, you usually eat it over white rice. Mm-hmm. So you like it juicy. You like the juices yeah, from it. Because it gets soaked up mm-hmm. in the rice mm-hmm. and it kind of envelops But when you're going to put it inside of something, like you can put it inside of a papas rellenas. Mm-hmm. That's the, you know, everyone out here knows about portos. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing that people go to when they go to portos is the... Papas the, rellenas. Yeah, the mm-hmm. potato balls. Yeah. Um, but you can put that inside of papas rellenas or... For Puerto Ricans, we do alcapurrias, which is the masa is made from um, plátano. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had that. We'll have to go and we have some have to go. Yes. Um, but also you can put it inside meat pies. It's just yummy. Divine. So I hope you're enjoying and it. what was your drink? Oh, tell them about your drink. Oh, so, so I actually went, we're, we're a little bit out of season. Because the drink that I made is traditional for Puerto Ricans around Christmas time. And so a lot of people will say, once you have this, you will never go back to eggnog. <laughs> you know what? After tasting it, <laughs> I would say eggnog wahoo. Because <laughs> it tastes like a cloud. That's all I got to say. It tastes like a cloud and it's the most creamiest drink. And you went heavy handed on that rum. I did. But I ain't complaining. <laughs> After like four sips, I was like, I need to sit because this is not a good combination. So it was divine. what I made was coquito. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really is. OK, so here's my dis- my description of coquito. Mm-hmm. Tell me. So it's the best tasting piña colada you'll ever have in your life. OK, except uh-huh. there is no piña. This is it is all 100 percent true. <laughs> It is all coquito. <laughs> it is everything coconut. So you literally pour into your blender coconut milk, um, cream of coconut, which is really sweet. Like uh, some of the brands are um, Coco Loco. Mm-hmm. Um, and what else? Evaporated milk and um, rum. Lots and lots of rum. Lots and lots of rum. Is there a particular rum that you use or any rum will do? Almost any rum will do. You definitely want it to be good rum. 
Um, and I actually like to add coconut rum to it because for me, coconut is love. It tastes like love. <laughs> it tastes like a love cloud. I mean, I could drink the whole pitcher because you make it in batches. <laughs> I will fight you for it. I will b- fight you for the coquito. I don't think I've ever had that either. Like, it was the first time I think that I've had coquito. I've always pretended that I knew what it was. Oh, okay. You know, like people are like, oh yeah, I'll bring coquito or hey, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, sure, I've, I've had that, no problem. You know, in our family, <laughs> when somebody comes to, because we celebrate Nochebuena, mm-hmm. and so we can have anywhere from 40 to over 100 people at our celebrations, mm-hmm. all family. Wow. And usually if somebody makes coquito, mm-hmm. they kind of keep it on the down low. <laughs> well, if you make it in batches, it's not like you can make it for 100 people. Right, right. Like only the people that are two feet away from you are really going to know, are going to be able to take advantage of that one batch. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you know, sometimes you can just sniff it out and be like, hey, <laughs> who, who brought it? Who brought it? Where is it? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, that is a little bit about who we are, and we want to introduce ourselves to you guys, to our listeners. We are very excited about this project. It's been in the works for a while, and basically it's us, two drunk Latinas, on life, on food, on... All things good All things good and booziness and everything, and sharing it with you guys. We are going to have guests that come in of different phases of life and just sharing their own favorite foods, their own drinks, and how they live their life drunk. Yeah. Drunk on life and drunk on all those cultural traditions Mm -hmm. that just keep us going as Latinos Mm -hmm. in general. Something that we have that differentiates us from, sometimes differentiates us from our American culture while we're here. Mm -hmm. Um, But kind of, you know, melding its way into it as well. Yes. Which I really love. Yes, yes. So thank you, everyone, for listening, and stay Stay drunk. drunk. Thank you for joining us for today's episode. Comment below with what boozy libation you would suggest. If you like what you heard, subscribe and share. Be sure to follow us on IG at The Drunk Latinas. Stay Stay drunk. drunk.